Hey everyone, welcome back to Small Talk Kagoshima. On this podcast, we talk about all things Japan and Kagoshima, but in English. This is the first show of the year, and today we are on location in Sengayen. Yeah. And today, instead of Natsuki, we have a special guest, Alex. Hello. Hi, Alex. Hi. Now, we've had you on the radio show before, but I think this is the first time you've been on the podcast. Yeah, it is, yeah. Can you tell us who you are? I'm Alex. First,、um, you're, not, you're not Japanese. No, I'm not Japanese, as you can see. <laughs> Take a look.、Um, so, I, I work here at Sengayen. I'm the PR manager. So, I work for a company called Shimazu Kogyo that owns Sengayen and Shimazu Golf,、um, Satsumakiriko, lots of different things.、Mm. Yeah. So, what, do you, what do you do here? So, I do lots of different things. I do kind of foreign sales, promotion, foreign media stuff, digital stuff as well, websites, social media. You're the PR tanto. I do, yeah, PR all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the reason why we came here to Sangayan to celebrate the New Year's, actually, there was a very exciting development that happened last year in 2019. Sangayan won a very prestigious prize.、What、That's、happened? right.、What、yeah.、Happened? Well, basically,、uh, every year in London, Uh, there's a big travel fair called WTM.、Uh, about 186 countries participated last year. Wait, 186? Yeah, 186 countries.、Wow. Um, loads of That's people. That's like all the countries. It's all the countries, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's about all the countries, yeah, with tourism anyway.、Mm. Um, and people from the tourism industry turn up at the event. So about 60,000 people、um, in a massive venue in London. Uh, and everybody goes around, checks out all the new destinations. Uh, uh, now, now, Alex, are you from London? I'm from Sheffield, Northern England.、Uh, yeah. North, so London's yeah, not、yeah. your home territory? No, not really, but I kind of know it a little bit, you know, I know enough to get around. Okay. So, yeah. So you submitted Sengayen to this competition? So we were nominated. You were nominated? Yeah. So we knew the people who ran WTM from, you know, other events and stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and they knew that we'd renovated Sengayen. Yeah.、Uh, so we got a.、Uh, oh, that's new- right. You guys have renovated a lot of things here. Yeah, yeah. From 2017, like a year and a bit, took us. Yeah, like all the、yeah. shops are new. Well, can you go down really quick so the, the viewers、right. know? So the shops are definitely new. Okay, so the shops are all new.、Uh, the restaurants all got renovated.、Uh, all the signage, all the signs around the gardens got ripped out, redesigned, put back in again. Now, did you have anything to do with that?、Uh, a little bit, yeah.、Um, so just, you know, translation, you know, L- lots, design. Lots, lots more English. Lots more English, yeah.、Um, less, you know, like ugly signage. So it kind of blends into the background. Uh, what else? Doesn't take away from the beauty of the garden. That's right, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, like, you get a big ugly sign and it kind of ruins the view. You don't really want that.、So、yeah. You use a lot of glass and wood, neutral colors, things like that, you know.、Um, what else? The glass factory got renovated as well. So, wait, wait, wait that's a lot of information right now. <laughs>、yeah. So, okay, let's, let's just focus straight on the glass factory for a second here. Sure. What do you mean, glass factory? I thought this was a garden. Right, so next to Sengayen,、yeah. as people from Kagoshima will know, there's、uh, a well, factory. Well, I hope you guys know. Yeah, I hope so. I'm <laughs> sure they do.、Uh, there's a factory that produces Satsuma Kiriko, which is crystal glassware. Okay. From this region. Now, that's the, it's really expensive, isn't it? It is expensive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very expensive. Very expensive. But it's expensive for a reason. So it's all handmade, 
you know, um, craftsmen make it right from the very start to the very end. It's, it's yeah. what's unique about it, I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. is that it's multiple colored glass is really difficult to actually create. Yeah. It's almost impossible to manufacture and it's really difficult to do by hand. So they actually like make the glass and then shave away the colors. Is that how it works? That's right, basically, yeah. So they'll make a cup of colored glass and pour clear glass inside it and layer them together. And then they'll take that once it's cooled down to a cutting wheel and cut away the outside layers to show the clear glass below. So when I see two like identical glasses, mm -hmm. somebody's actually ground down the colors to make the same identical patterns. Yeah. By hand. By hand. So everyone's slightly different as well. Uh, so, so everything's like, you know, original. Yeah, yeah. There's like set patterns, but uh, each craftsman gets it. They call it bokashi, where the color fades into the clear glass. Bokashi. Yeah. So mm. the colors kind of blend together. Um, each craftsman has a kind of different style i guess mm -hmm. so some glasses have uh, a deeper kind of bokashi some are a bit more gentle uh, and if you look at the glasses when you buy them you can choose the one that you want you when know. when i i went i've been to this factory a couple of times you can get really close to the artists while they're working oh yeah 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 like i'm taking pictures like right next to their their head like yes yeah. it's, it's like really close yeah they've got good concentration skills so you're not going to disturb them really yeah oh no no they're really focused on the work like like a samurai or a ninja yeah or something. yeah yeah just like totally concentrated how long, how long have they been uh making so, veterans or yeah i mean it, it takes like 10 years before you can get to a level where you can really kind of um do wait, yeah, wait so those sure, people yeah. that i see in the factory they were practicing somewhere else for like 10 years and now they're in the factory so they, usually what happens is new people come in and buff the glass to start with. So they'll look at the glass that their seniors have cut and oh. kind of shine it, polish it up. Uh, and that's how they learn the patterns uh, and learn how to handle the glass itself. And then eventually when they get good enough, they're allowed to go into the cutting wheel and actually cut the patterns mm. in themselves. I see. It's but a shokunin, right? Yeah. Japanese is shokunin. Yeah, shokunin. What does shokunin yeah. mean? Shokunins are uh, Apprentice? skilled... Uh, with making things with hands. Oh. With, it could be anything. It could be, you know, what is shoku? Or, the kanji for shok, shoku? Shoku is job. Mm. Kanji for job. And then nin is person? Yeah, person. Job person? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So craftsman, the, right? Yeah, craftsman. craftsman. Okay. Yes, yeah. craftsman. So that's yeah. better than jo yeah. job person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there like a place where we can go and then actually experience making it or? Not no? really. Not where we are because... Um, Satsuma Makiriko is in very high demand and it mm. takes a long time to make each piece. So oh, I see, I see. it's not really possible to do experiences and things like that. But you can see. see each stage of it being made. Last you know. year, uh, Alex, you did an event where you invited a bunch of uh, high school kids to uh, to Sangayen to mm -hmm. like explain to them how to talk about their culture in English. Yeah, especially for people who wanted to maybe grow up and become like you know guides or you know people who want to pr produce information about Kagoshima in English. Right. Every one of those high school kids, when they walked into the uh, Satsuma Kiriko shop. Mm -hmm. They went, oh, beautiful. And then you could see their eyes go down to the price tag. Right. And they're like, oh, my God, that's as much as a car. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as much as a car. But, but it's, it's really yeah. expensive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, you pay for quality. It's and precious is what it is. It's yeah, like yeah. that handmade preciousness behind it. Yeah, yeah. And you can pass that down, you know, in your family as well uh, through generations. And, you know, if you use something on a regular basis, you get the value from it. 
you know. Uh, so. Now, what kind of things do they, they, they obviously have like cups. I yeah. saw cups. And actually, one of my favorite restaurants to go to in Kagoshima, the beer glasses that they give you are Satsuma Kiriko. Right. And I asked the owner, I was like, aren't you crazy? I mean, this is not cheap. And he said, no, because I love Kagoshima. You know, this is my hometown. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, very proud of it. So, but I mean, like what other things can we buy? Like there's jewelry. There's jewelry, yeah. Yeah, we've got jewelry. Um, so one of our younger uh, craftspeople um, has made kind of her own line of jewelry as well. And it's some Kiriko. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's really, really stylish. Um, slightly bigger stuff. People start with like Ochoko, the little sake glasses, usually. Ah. Buy things like that. Those are very uh, not popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, bigger glasses for shochu or, you know, uh, beer. And then all the way through to giant vases for art pieces and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's the vases that are really, really expensive, yeah. right? They're, you know, they can be a couple thousand dollars yeah. easily. I mean, like a mid-sized vase is going to be like, what, 30 kilograms of glass. So somebody's holding that all day long, grinding it out. For multiple days. Yeah, for, yeah multiple days. Almost a month like in some cases. Wow. So. It's hugely, wow. hugely uh, labor intensive. And that's, you know, what you're paying for. Really. But, but that is really like a conversation starter, isn't it? If you have a, a vase like that in your living room and, you know, you came here personally to like visit the gardens and you, you see the people making it and then you get one. Mm-hmm. You take that back home and everybody's like, oh, what is this? I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a conversation starter right there. Well, that's it. Yeah. A lot of people buy them as uh, art objects now. So we had uh, a customer from Hong Kong that came over recently and he wanted something for his house in London, apparently. So he bought a really big piece Oh, really? And took it back with him, yeah. Um, and apparently uh, he emailed me afterwards and said all of his friends are, you know, asking where it came from and what it is and stuff like that. So. In, in that well, it, now that you mentioned that, do you guys do a lot of VIP clientele here? Recently, yeah. I mean, uh, we did uh, Seven Stars, you know, the Nanatsuboshi. Oh, uh, the train. The train. Can you tell, a lot of people probably don't know what that is. What is that? So basically it's like a, a sleeper train. Mm-hmm. Um, a very it, expensive sleeper a, a train. A very expensive sleeper train. It goes on very, uh, you know, different routes through Kyushu, stopping at different kind of destinations along the way. Uh, and the guests will sleep on the train itself. Uh, you can also eat on the train and stuff too. And it's really kind of luxurious inside. It's really, really beautiful. I like to think design. of it like as like a cruise ship for rich people, but a train. Yeah. So it's the same kind of yeah, concept. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we did the kind of finishing party for that for a number of years in the house here. Oh, you mean that the, they went on their trip all around Kyushu and then yeah. the final stop was here? Final stop was in Kagoshima and they came to Goten, which is the house at the center of Sengayan and had a meal there um, oh, in the evening. Oh, wow. And that was very kind of luxurious and, you know, uh, yeah, kind of special cool. experience. You guys also do, speaking of events, you guys also do live music events. You guys did Misha, was it two years ago or last year? Yeah, we did that. We don't do it so often, but occasionally we'll do things Some like that. Some sort of collaboration. Yeah, so we worked with JTB on that one and it was a big you know, event. So I think it was about 3,000 people. Yeah, I, uh, I'm personally friends with some of the staff that catered it, and it was like luxurious food in the garden and then a, a show from Misha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, that's cool. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, like, were you, were you guys doing this stuff before? Is this something that you guys are just trying out now? I mean, they've done it for a couple of years. So bigger events, things like, um, I think about 10 years ago, we did a party for Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. So there was a... Like the, the bag maker, the designer. Yeah, the designer. Yeah. So there was like a big uh, party here for them. So they put marquee tents in the gardens and had like a runway in the middle of it and all kinds of 
crazy stuff like that. That's cool. So that happens occasionally. It's not like an everyday thing by any stretch of the imagination. But you, you know. guys also have weddings here. Yeah, people do weddings here as well, so they can do it here in uh, Okate Restaurant um, or you know uh, some of the other facilities around the garden as well. I actually so, attended yeah. a uh, wedding here once, and it was really interesting because the groom uh, has roots in Scotland, mm. so his side was they were all dressed in kilts. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then her side was all dressed in kimono. Yeah. So it was the it was the most interesting fusion of cultures to be in Sengai and in the beautiful gardens with Sakurajima with this view. And then half the room is like, you know, wafu, Japanese style. And the other half of the room is Scots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the two major skirt-wearing nations. So you've got your hakama on the Japanese side and you've got your kilts on the Scottish <laughs> side, right? So, yeah. Alex, you're married to a Japanese woman, right? From yes. Kawashima. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, do the, when you had your wedding, did you do the, the kimono or did you do, what did you do? Tuxedo? Uh, what did we do? First, we had like a Shinzen Shiki. So we did it like Japanese style with like Monsuki and she was wearing a kimono and all that kind of stuff. That was just for family. Um, and then after that, we actually didn't do kind of a Western service, but we did like a party in the evening. Where did you do the party? Uh, so, for, for someone who, you know, my friend wants to know. Where was it? Chongkan Cafe near here. Chongkan. Yeah, it's like about five minutes from here. It's a little cafe building. I think it's still there. Um, and we kind of hired that in the evening, had like a band, um, had some friends who were dancers come down and do some dancing and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was like an outdoor casual kind of wedding thing. Um, yeah. You're not too formal. I'm not, I don't like too formal, right? I'm not a big things. formal fr uh, person either. Uh, Hayato, you got married in Kagoshima. Yes, I did. You don't have to eat your microphone there, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, speaking, I'm... speaking of uh, interesting weddings, your, your attire was what? You had you had to choose one of two things to come to your wedding, right? Dress code. Oh yeah, Hawaiian or naked. No, I'm, I'm just no, kidding. no. You had to be Hawaiian <laughs> shirt or I forgot yukata. Jesus, oh, yeah. remember your own wedding, I'm sorry. sir. Right, right. <laughs> it was either a Hawaiian shirt or yukata, and many people came in yukata. But your dad and your father-in-law came in the same Hawaiian shirt. That's right. Yes, yes. It was, uh, I mean, same. I don't like formal stuff. So it was just like, hey, y'all, just get drunk. Have fun. <laughs> Where did you do it? Uh, Hirakawa Seaside. Right, right. Okay, nice. Yeah. Outdoor. Outdoor. And, uh, like first inside and then we had fireworks. Right. And that was a... Uh, but the interesting thing about his wedding was that him and his wife were asking for so many specific details to be like just how they wanted it mm. that during like during the planning stages, their wedding planner just stopped taking their phone calls. Really? Just started ignoring <laughs> them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they liked us. Well, you've got to get what you want though, right? Yeah. yeah. They're asking you know? for weird stuff. Like uh, right. instead of having a wedding cake, they had like a wedding cheeseburger. A giant really? Yeah, yeah, giant cheeseburger. <laughs> Actually, the guy, the same chef who catered uh, Misa's event here, Misha's event, did the giant cheeseburger for him. Really? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Hello. Hello. Thanks, thanks for the cheeseburger. It was amazing. <laughs> giant cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah it was, and then she fed it to him, like the, the little cut of it. It was really mm -hmm. butter. You guys also have a very stylish tea house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it was I, I only know the current version of was there a tea house before? So no. Um, there's a, actually there's a few traditional tea houses around Sengayan, uh, which are used for the tea ceremony and things like that. But we built a new uh, place called uh, Sengayan Matcha Cafe in English, uh, but in Japanese it's called Sengayan Sario. Okay. Um, with the renovation of the gardens. Before that, it was like a, a ramen shop at one point. 
Uh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. I can't but, imagine eating ramen in the gardens. Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem right now, does it, right? No. But the, it was there at one point. But now it's kind of like a stylish cafe, kind of modern Japanese interior. And you can have like local sweets and tea, uh, some kind of ice creams and stuff like little snacks too. And like light lunches as well. But it was uh, featured in National Geographic as one of the best places to drink matcha in the world. Whoa. First wow. of all, yeah. National Geographic is a huge publication. Yeah. And they said that that uh, the the tea house here uh, is the best place, one of the best places to drink tea in the world. That's right, yeah. So they did like an article about all the places you can drink tea in the world, different countries, you know, like uh, in the Middle East and all these kind of places. Japan, when Japan was mentioned in the article, the top place was Sengayan. The second really? place wow. was somewhere in Kyoto, but I can't remember where. Yeah, that's the image, right? Green yeah, yeah. tea, Kyoto, like wow, but Sengayan. So you're yeah. saying you're saying that that we beat out Kyoto? Hell yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, CNN did one as well for us too. CNN, CNN wow. travel, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, what I notice when I walk into the tea house is that giant, wonderful wooden centerpiece table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that is really that's an interesting like design choice. Yeah. So the designer wanted to make like um, something that connected the inside to the outside. Okay. Because like Sengayan's a garden that borrows Sakurajima as part of the gardens, right? Okay. So he wanted to borrow something from Sengayan to use in the tea room as well. Okay. So he built the tea stand to be like Sakurajima. So there's a kettle on top of it that's kind of steaming away. Yeah. It looks a bit like the volcano. Yeah. And then the table itself is kind of like the bay, King Kobe. Ah, and at the end there's like a window and there's a garden through the window there is a beautiful little garden through the window yeah. so that's like Sengayan so it's like a geometric map of the gardens and the bay recreated and in a tea room that's really who, that's who cool. is this like a, a, a well known designer yeah he's quite good quite a well-known designer that is i mean like i mean i now that you pointed this out to me it makes sense but not knowing any of that just walking in it just looks and feels stylish but i didn't know that there was that much thought behind it yeah well i said the same thing to him when he showed us the room i was just like what have you got like an image behind it and i heard it i was like all right okay yeah that's cool you know japanese design can be really really good like world level I think you know. I think for a place like Sangayan with this beautiful like heritage and the gardens, the na- the nature, I think there's no better design than Japanese design for this kind of a place. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, but it's just keeping that aesthetic right. So you've got to be very careful not to ruin it by putting something extra in that doesn't need to be mm. there. So everybody wants to kind of add more information, more information, but sometimes you've got to stop and you know pull back and say, do we need this or not? Ah, you know. so it's it's just that perfect level, that balance that you need. Yeah, yeah. Um, now uh, we got on top t- talking about this by talking about the award that you won in London. Oh yeah, Let's yeah. Get back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now tell us, uh, you so you went down to London. You were mm. nominated. That's right. Yeah, nominated. You go to London. Mm-hmm. You go personally. Yeah, I went over there. Yeah, so nominated for best attraction in um, the International Travel and Tourism Awards. Wait, wait, that is a huge category and that is a huge award. Yeah. And wait, did you, what did you guys, you, what place did you guys rank? So um, there were, how many entries were there? I think seven entries um, in that category, uh, including Warner Brothers, Harry Potter Experience in London and uh, a couple of places in, one was in Ireland, one was in France. 
The French one was actually backed by Disney as well. Really? Yeah. So wait, you were so, going toe to toe with Warner Brothers and Disney yeah, for so, best attraction. Yeah. So I thought we, I didn't think we'd, you know, rank in really, to be honest. Right. Uh, but we ended up getting a silver award. That's what, number two then? Yeah, number two. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wow. sat there at the table at the award ceremony thing, all dressed up, um, you know, they announced the third place, which was Warner Brothers. Yeah. So I was like, oh, right, Warner Brothers third, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> so I was about to sit back like this. And then um, they went, uh, Shimazu Limited, Sengayen. And the woman next to me tapped me on the shoulder and went, it's you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't realize. So, wait, wait, yeah. is, this, is this like the Emmys where like they, they call your name and you have to like walk up on stage and get yeah, your yeah. award? Yeah, you go Do you there, give a speech? Get your little trophy thing. Not much of a speech. It's quite short because there's quite a lot of categories. Oh, okay. You know? Uh, but you get up there and do your thing, then interview. That's on YouTube somewhere. So you, you bring this back to Kagoshima from yeah. London. I mean, mm -hmm. What's the reaction when you come back to work? Everyone was quite surprised, let's say. <laughs> you know I mean? So I don't think anybody expected would do that well at it, really. Because, you know, um, you just don't think that yeah. you know, people would rate things like this so highly. Because we're used to it. We see it every day, right? It, do you think it might be the, the, the contrast between like a Harry Potter, very manufactured, yeah. like meant to take your money attraction versus mm. this, this natural historical, like pr preserved historical, uh, what is it? A uh, World Heritage Site, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we are a World Heritage Site as well, obviously. Um, and that kind of played a part in it, I guess, too. But um, like the Harry Potter experience is really good. I mean, it's really, really well done. Um, but it is kind of created just as a tourism attraction. But what the people in the tourism industry want to see is like people taking care of the local area uh. um, and looking after culture and things that are authentic, you mm. know what I mean? Like not manufactured. Yeah. So that's why we kind of rank quite well. This um, is a very authentic place. I mean, uh, you know, you guys do, uh, there, for example, the house, I think you guys call it. Yeah, yeah. The tour in the house is one of my favorite things. And you can actually see the toilet of like a, like a, like a Shimazu <laughs> Lord from like, like hundreds of years ago. It's yeah. like, it's crazy. Like how well preserved all this stuff is. Yeah. I mean, they've taken really good care of it, you know, and obviously to have that kind of high level of culture in Kagoshima as well, you know, very proud local people, you know, should be proud of that really, you know, not many places have that. Let's speak more about local stuff here. Uh, you know, if you live in Kagoshima, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who, they say, you know, yeah, yeah, we have Sangayan. I went there, you know, a couple of years ago and something like that. But it's like everybody's on the doorstep of this beautiful, like, little, like, like gem. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't bother to come here and look at it. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, really. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think everybody likes Sangayan, you know, and is interested in it. But um, for us, I mean, we want local people to enjoy it. That's, that's the main reason what? why a lot of us work so hard here because we want locals to like it you know what was it the the notre dame right in mm. uh, in france that burned down yes sure yeah right and then afterwards they were interviewing people and there had been people who had lived there their whole lives and haven't actually visited it yeah 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 and now that it's gone yeah they're like well we could never have a chance to visit it that's it yeah so yeah. i mean like i'm not trying to like scare anybody but like you do need to appreciate these things while they're here yeah i mean it's good to to have this kind of thing so close by is one thing but because it's close by you kind of think i can go anytime what, what do we you keep know? we keep saying this what's that japanese for that uh todai motokurashi which means like the bottom of the lighthouse is the darkest or whatever Light, yeah, like, yeah the bottom yeah. of the candles is the darkest yeah, mm. yeah but i think because you are doing 
what you're doing. I think it made it from a different perspective. I think uh, coming from another, you know, different perspective. I think it this made it better, you know, because uh-huh. I've been living in Kagoshima, and yes, I know about Singapore, but I really didn't really know about it because mm. you know. Yeah. But I feel like compared to like. When I was a kid or something, compared to now, I think it's much more different. I mm. think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But we've tried to make something that Kagoshima people appreciate, right? And then we introduce that to the world. So if you just make something tourist-like, it's going to be fake, right? Yeah. And like, you know, tourists get sick of things like that easily. Mm. So it doesn't keep going for a long time. So it's better to make something authentic that people here would like. You know, and then just introduce that to the world. Yeah. So. Um. You guys, you guys offer, and here's the crazy thing: there's an annual pass here. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Now, yeah. also the other thing that just blew, I'm I'm sorry, I'm from Las Vegas. Okay, we know how to we know how to make money off of tourists. Okay? Right. <laughs> but the first of all, if you come into Sangai and just the entry fee is crazy cheap. Yeah. 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 Like it was like a thousand yen. Yeah, a thousand yen, yeah. It's like 10, yeah. 10 bucks, yeah. right? It's crazy cheap. Nothing in Vegas is that cheap. Yeah. Well, it's the same in England. I mean, all historic heritage sites uh, cost about three times as much as this. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Um, and the reason why is because people want them to be maintained well. Mm. And it costs a lot of money to maintain them as well. So people are willing to support them. Yeah. You know, to keep that heritage alive. Um, and I think, you know, that's... Obviously, we don't say, oh, just give us all your money and stuff like that. It's not about that. It's about being able to enjoy it together, you know, yeah. um, and feel like part of it as well. Because this World Heritage Site was built by the people of Kagoshima, you know, and we want them to be able to enjoy it together as well. But because, um, you know, we have to run the place as well and keep it maintained and keep it, you know, like Shuri Castle in Okinawa. Yeah. Burnt uh, down. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. lot of the reasons behind that are because they didn't charge enough for the entrance fee. So they didn't have the budget to maintain it properly. Yeah. As far as I can um, see. That, you know. that, was, that was a horrific video if you see it like on fire. Yeah. You know, and then it's just now it's, I mean, they're going to rebuild it, but they're still rebuilding it. It's going to be different, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so but, but speaking of like taking care of locals, you, like I said, it's, it's only like a thousand yen to get in here. Mm. And then you guys have an annual pass. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is, in my opinion, crazy cheap. You, yeah. you, you buy it and you can use it for one year after the day you buy it, right? That's right. Yeah. And then you can see all the events through the year. You the, can come and see the different seasons. And see the, the seasons, yeah. The changing of the leaves, the, the different flowers that come out in the winter versus the spring yeah yeah. all of that and how much is the annual pass well i asked a a bunch of people how much they thought it was um when i went out in town and things like that said how much do you reckon a year past the sangai is it costs a thousand yen to get in usually so what do you reckon um and they were like i don't know like ten thousand yen so about a hundred bucks yeah six thousand yen uh but it's not it's nowhere near that much it's like one thousand eight hundred (laughs) yen If you come two times in the year, you can buy an annual pass for a cheaper price. Yeah. So it's cheaper than coming two times. Yeah. And you can use it all year round, see all the traditional events here. There are ones that you have to obviously register for as well, uh, like you on the website or whatever, but there are loads of free events too. Um, you know, and if you just want to take the kids out, instead of taking them to the park, you want to go somewhere a bit different and feel history a little bit. This is a great kind of place to do that as well. So. I mean, if you're going to take the kids out, you know, you got options. You can take them to like a game center or something. But if you're a Kagoshima person and you care about the history and the culture here, taking the kids to Sangayan, you know, every season instills that history in them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And obviously, because it's like an international place as well. So there are, 
some days when it gets a little busy, obviously, but if you kind of come on a different day to that, there's still people from all different countries walking around. Yeah, I, a, see, I see a lot of Europeans here recently, which is really interesting. Yeah, I just met a German girl on the way in, actually, who was just buying a coffee at the, um, the new um, Sengai Kitchen, the food truck down there. Yeah. Um, and she had just come from like Hiroshima on the Shinkansen. I said, why did you come to Kagoshima? How did you find out about it? And she said, oh, I just saw it on the internet. I thought it looked interesting. Yeah. So these kind of people are coming all through the year. You know? I, actually, technically, that's why I live in Kagoshima. Because when I came here as an ALT uh, 12 years ago, mm -hmm. like I looked at Japan and I don't like the cold. So I went to the, I went, <laughs> what's the most southern point? And I Googled it and I saw this view. Yeah on Google images and I said, I'll go there. Yeah. And yeah. now I've been here for 12 years. Yeah. Now I remember that opening up a Google search about Kagoshima and seeing Sakurajima there. And I was like, is it safe to live there or not? Is my first reaction, but it seems to be okay. Uh, Sakurajima, she's kind of uh, showing us she's alive with a little bit of the uh, eruption there. Yeah, showing off today. Now, sometimes when you come to the gardens, you can actually get a full shot of a huge eruption. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not dangerous, yeah, yeah. probably. No, it's not dangerous, really. You get that awesome photo of you in front of an erupting volcano across the bay. Yeah. I mean, we're, what, four kilometers away here from the coast of Sakurajima. Right. And then the closest you can get to the caldera itself is 3.5 kilometers away. Uh, you know, here are the, the you know, observation deck. So it's far enough away that it's not a risk or anything like that. But It's crazy to see it erupt, though. Like, it makes you feel so small as yeah. a human being when you see it erupt. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're really lucky, if it's a big enough eruption, it will create lightning inside the ash cloud. Yeah. We're not talking about lightning striking it from a different cloud. We're talking like a static charge inside the cloud. It just makes lightning. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Really? Yeah. There was this one yeah. time yeah. that it was erupting a lot. Uh, I forgot when, like like 2010 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And we were just watching it outside of our window as like the sun was going down and it went and it just went, made the, the lightning. And it was crazy. Yeah. Gotta go check it out at night. Yeah. Nighttime. Yeah. If you see it from a different angle, you can actually see the larva. Like you can see the red. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's actually webcams. You can, if you Google Sakurajima webcam, you can actually see live webcams. I follow Sakurajima on Twitter. Have they got a Twitter account? Yeah, I know that. because sometimes I'm like, am I shaking or is the volcano shaking? And then you look on Twitter <laughs> and it's the volcano. You're like, okay. All right. Yeah, no, seriously. Sakurajima's got a Twitter feed. Sakurajima tweets. <laughs> let me, let me, let me look at it. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. And the fact that you can see Sakurajima from the, from the gardens yeah, and yeah. take that photo is just so cool. Well, if you look on our Instagram account, um, there's loads of photos of the volcano on there. They always do really, really well. People like them a lot, you know. Well, so. uh, Alex, back where you're from in England, are there like this kind of geology? Do you see like volcanoes and no, stuff like that? No, nothing like that, no. I mean, it's like England's kind of hilly, but there's no volcanoes really. There's not really any mountains, actually. Right? Yeah. There's one called Snowdon, but it's like a, it's not a big mountain by any stretch of the imagination. It's called Sakurajima. I think this is, I can't read it. Don't talk about Funkatsuchi bot. Is it? Funkakochi bot. Kokuchi bot. Yeah. You can follow her, her, it, it, him on Twitter. And then it tells you, it's like, oh, I had an eruption just now at this time. It's really cool. Technology. I'll check that out. Yeah. When When is like the good season? Is there like a, does it change over? We're talking about the gardens or uh, the, the, the Sakurajima or the oh, sunset. Oh, uh, uh, let me think. I mean, it's clear in winter. Obviously, the yeah, sky is yeah, going to yeah. clear up. So yeah. in the evening, you can see more of the stars and things like that too. Uh, autumn time's always good. 
Mm. Uh, because the, the leaves are changing. And... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get like a purple Sakurajima sometimes. It's about, what time? About 5 to 5.30 in mm. the evening. There's like a 30-minute window where it turns kind of red or purple. Really? Um, you have uh, to be Right as the sun's going down. Yeah, just as it goes down. There's a really short window for that. So if you're after a really good photo, that's the best time to hang around. So, you know. I would say that it, it, every season of the year has its good points. Winter yeah. is clear. Summer, you've got all the green that comes out. Mm -hmm. In the spring, you can, you can actually take cherry blossoms in the foreground with soccer gym in the background mm -hmm. and then the autumn time you like you said you got you got we got the the changing leaves i mean it, it just depends like on the season yeah japan's look i mean everywhere has got four seasons obviously but the the difference between the seasons here is particularly pronounced right so you can really enjoy the different kind of temperatures and you know foliage that comes out with them as well so now yeah. this is our first podcast of 2009 uh 2020 sorry mm. so let's talk about the annual calendar here for a little bit uh sure, yeah. now unfortunately you guys had a lot of events during the new year's holidays yeah. and so we were uh this podcast is being recorded after that yeah but from uh from now forward there's still stuff to do all year long right yeah there's loads of stuff coming up so um you know in every season we have traditional events from um you know, uh, February time onwards, uh, we've got the uh, Hinamatsuri, which is mm -hmm. like the, you know, Girls' Day festival type thing. So we put all the dolls from the Shimazu family and their accessories out on display um, until April mm. time. And then there are some events related to that, like uh, Nagashibina. What is that? Nagashibina is like um, a really old event. It's in like, um, I think it's in Genji Monogatari somewhere or other, the tale of Genji. Um, I believe off the top of my head. Um, and they put little dolls in a, a boat made of bamboo and, and girls float them down the river to wash away bad luck. So the bad luck goes onto the dolls mm. and away from them. So lots of people come every year in kimono um, with their daughters, you know, things mm. like that and, and take part in that event. So it's very kind of stylish type thing. Um, and then obviously Kyoksu Noen as well. Um, in now, can you explain April. that for people? Because that is like, is that one of your biggest events? That's one of our biggest events, yeah, of the year. So basically Kyoksu Noen comes from like an ancient Chinese poetry festival okay. uh, that was brought into Japan. So people sit next to a winding stream and they float cups of sake down it. Okay. Uh, you'll take the first cup, drink it, and then you're kind of like inspired to write a, a cool poem. Now, now you all, you, all the people who are participating in this are, are decked out in like the most gorgeous kimonos, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got like traditional clothing on. Yeah. So the women have got really colorful. Uh, you did this. Ones. Yeah, I did it once. Yeah. 2015 or 16, maybe. Yeah. What did you, do you remember 14. what you wrote? Oh God, what did I write? Um, what, what were you inspired by the sake? <laughs> so the, there's a title every year that you have to follow. So the title. The theme. Yeah. The theme was like Hon when I was doing it which is like book something like that so you had to write something related to books or something like that um, so I wrote it about a dictionary because I thought like a dictionary is a book right yeah. um, and how I walked around with a dictionary in my hand when I first came here and it seems so long ago that kind of thing um, but it turns out that dictionary doesn't count for that kind of poem <laughs> so it's something called hansoku which means like a, a rule breaking thing or whatever do, what, do you have to drink after that as well if you break the drink rule? the whole bottle no, <laughs> so. no they let me use it anyway so you know they were like well you tried hard writing it so we'll just let you out this time <laughs> so they, get, they bent the rules a little bit there for me did but, you get drunk no there's not enough alcohol really i wish there was a bit more no wait this is this is you no know, you're writing this with like a food like yeah a, yeah brush yeah brushed it out yeah that's pretty so, cool yeah so i wrote mine in some hentai gana <laughs> 
So, you know, hiragana. Yeah. There's something else called hentaigana as well, which is like weird looking script. No, I didn't know based that. Based on kanji, yeah. So I, had a callig- I did calligraphy more regularly then. I still do it a tiny bit now, but not so much. Uh, and my teacher's like kana. This is kind of specialist subject or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he wrote out this crazy poem that you can't read it. A Japanese person look at it, but like, what the hell's this say? You know, it looks like squiggles. Um, and the guy who reads the poems out comes from the Imperial Palace, uh, the Imperial Household Agency. And he just looked at it and he was like, lifted his glasses off, like with this foreign name in Katakana next to it. Like, what? But he could read it all. He actually really? read it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now they, they read it out loud for the crowd, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, old fashioned drinking game. That's what it is. Yeah. For, for noblemen. For noblemen and noble women. Yeah. <laughs> no, See, I mean, I, I witnessed it once and it was actually a really cool, because there's a lot of people in the crowd too. And everybody's just so respectfully quiet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just waiting for you guys to write and just like enjoying the name. What happens if it rains? If it rains, you do it in the house. So it oh, turns okay. from like an outdoor poetry festival to like a private poetry reading. So you can't really see it so much in the house, but the doors get taken off on the outside. So you can kind of look in. Yeah. What happens if you get really drunk and then you couldn't pick the cups up well, from or, the river? Originally, when they did it in China, uh, apparently most of the people who participated got so drunk they didn't actually write anything. <laughs> but when they do it in Japan, it's a bit more kind of refined, right? Yeah, actually write something, guys. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. just get drunk. Yeah, so Are you drunk? You're just like, it's, kind of, it's all scribbled. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't read this. This must yeah. be beautiful. So that's, that's in the springtime. Yeah, it's in springtime. So second Sunday of April. So if you check the calendar, the website, you know, it's all on there. What do you guys do in summertime? Summertime, there are like irises out in the gardens. We also have like a bunch of events for Golden Week and stuff like that as well. Like, you know, it's just before summer, really. Um, but there are, you know, things going on in the gardens all the way through. All year round, you can do like Yoroi Chakso, so you can wear samurai armor and take pictures in the garden if you want to do that. Yeah, actually, that was featured in, uh, I forgot where, some uh, uh, English language, Japanese media... What, they featured that video. What was that? Oh, Japan Times or Gaijin Pot or something like that. Gaijin Pot, yeah, Gaijin Pot. They yeah, did, they, yeah, they 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 showed like the video of that. It's actually really cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's good. Yeah, and it's real armor as well. It's not the fake aluminium stuff. It's real, real. It's real stuff. heavy too. Yeah, yeah. But if you're looking for something to put on Instagram, that's, yeah, that is awesome. Especially with this volcano behind you, your that's friends will be like, "Where did you go?" Yeah, if you got a volcanic eruption, you've got a nice sunny day. You've got your armor on. You know, that's the that's photo. awesome. I mean, there's th- that no one like if you look at that picture, they're like, you are doing Japan like no one has ever done Japan before. That's it's like right, crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what about uh, autumn time? What, what happens in autumn? So autumn, we've got the Chrysanthemum Festival all through November. It's like a massive event. Uh, there's loads of flowers out in the gardens. There's loads of kind of events going on as well. Taiko drumming. We have like matchlock rifle displays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so shooting the rifles in the garden and stuff. Um, there's Kusajishishiki which is like an archery festival as well uh, in November so these are all kind of free to watch you know you can come along anytime is there a calendar that we can check out online yeah if you look at the Sengayan website sengayan.jp all the events are on there so they'll be uploaded just about a month or two before they start and then some events that require booking you can book online you know pay by credit card in advance if you want to do that now uh, Sengayan's website is obviously uh, Japanese and in English uh, Japanese, English, Chinese, French, German, Italian, Spanish. Yeah, at the moment. Wow. wow. So seven languages. That's cool. And maybe more to come if we get more people from Thailand or something. I don't know. 
That's really cool. Yeah. Now, uh, now, just you know, general general information here. Uh, how do we access Sangayan from? If like, say, we came out on the bullet train, or if we came out on an airplane, mm-hmm. how do we access uh, Sangayan? So a couple of ways. You can go Chuo Station, Kagoshima Chuo Station, get a bus outside there, Machimeguri bus or um, City, City View bus. View. Yeah. Both, both City View bus come here. Yes, that's okay. right, yeah. Uh, so if you jump on that, it's a hop-on, hop-off bus. You can go around Kagoshima, check out the sites. It's also like a short taxi ride. It's like, what, 10 minutes in a taxi? Yeah. So it's not, not too expensive. You can also drive like. over here if you guys are renting a car or driving around Kyushu. You guys got parking. It's not that expensive. Yeah, yeah, parking out the back. So yeah, no problems. Yeah, lots of people come by car recently though, especially like um, coming around driving trips around Kyushu and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know Kyushu is pretty rural in some areas, so it's actually a lot of what a lot of people are doing is they come in like Fukuoka or something like that. They rent a car mm-hmm. and then they just do the whole Kyushu Island yeah, and they yeah. go back to Fukuoka and leave. I mean, there's some great roads like Nichinan kind of area as well down the mm. coast. You know, it's a really beautiful coastline. Yeah, you can head yeah, into yeah, yeah. There. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is a beautiful area. I mean, like I, like I said before, I'm from Las Vegas. We don't really have anything natural. Mm-hmm. And so to see all this nature, is, it's just, it's great. I mean, I've been like all over Japan with work, you know, looking at other tourist destinations and sites and what people are doing around the country, um, you know, as far as domestic tourism and international tourism as well. And Kagoshima is really special. I mean, yeah. it's, like, it's like living at a top tier beach resort, you know, and that's right on your doorstep. And there's a volcano there. Yeah, there's know? a volcano there. Now, also, one other thing that I want to mention, in Kinko Bay, Kinko One, there mm. are uh, two or three pods of dolphins who live here year-round. That's right, yeah. And yeah. so you can actually just see them swimming around, you know. So you've got the garden, mm-hmm. you've got Kinko Bay, mm-hmm. volcano, and you can see dolphins swimming in the, in the bay. That's right, yeah. Um, maybe they're out today, I don't know. Water's quite calm, so... No, you can, you really can see them, especially, yeah. ah, if you come here, let, let's mention the restaurant here. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, one of my favorite things to do here is to come here and get lunch. Yeah. Because you guys got those, like these giant bay windows mm-hmm. and you, the lunch here is really reasonably, reasonably, reasonably priced. Yes. Yeah. So we're in the Okate restaurant at the moment. So this is the VIP kind of room, so private dining room. we're VIPs? Yeah. Just today. Yeah. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. No, always. Yes. Always. Yeah. Um, and then next door, there's the, the main restaurant as well. Um, so you can sit there, have a look at the bay, you know, get some food, kurobuta pork, Thai, you know, sea bream, loads of great local food. Yeah. Uh, when the ALTs, they did a, a tour here, I forgot, about two years ago. So it was like a, a group yeah. of like 50 foreigners who came here. Yeah, yeah. They loved the lunch. They were just, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, anybody who likes Japanese cuisine will enjoy the food. And then having that view, it was just, it was perfect. It was yeah. really good. We tried really hard to make the menu like really international because like loads of people have different dietary Needs. requirements, yeah. you know, like uh, vegan or vegetarian or whatever. So our chef is really flexible with things like that. He can actually make stuff pretty much on the spot. It's better to have a obviously advance notice, but so like yeah. so vegan, vegetarian, halal. These yeah, are, these yeah, are okay. yeah. We can do all that. It's better to have a, obviously you know reservation in advance to do it, mm-hmm. so we can get the ingredients in. But you know we can always it's do possible. something. So oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, before now, this podcast is really unique because we're on we're on location. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything uh, we were talking about the uh, kitchen car? Yeah. Uh, that's a new addition to uh, to thing. And now that's where we got this this here. Yeah, this we got here. some coffees up here. On yeah. the way, we got some coffees. Usually they're in a bit more of a fancy cup in this room, but, you know, we brought them up with us. So. Yeah, and then they have this. What is this? Can you talk about this, this little symbol here? This? I mean, this oh, 
Yeah, this is the Shimazu family crest. So this is, okay, because I see this everywhere in Kagoshima. So this is like the symbol of Kagoshima, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, like, it's the family crest of the Shimazu family, but it's used all over Kagoshima on, like, restaurants and shops, right? I mean, it's yeah, like, yeah, all it's, over the place. It's, it's it? everywhere, yes. I got a tattoo. Have you? No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would. That's how yeah. much it's, you know, it means. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you a... find a shop using this crest in Tokyo once? Yeah, I did, actually, yeah. Yeah. And you're, you walked in there and you said, why are you guys using this crest kind of thing, right? No, no, I didn't say that, no. Uh, what happened was is uh, the, the shop's near Rapongi, so it's a really busy area, right? With loads of foreign tourists and stuff, like kind of rowdy people. Yeah. Right? And this is a little kind of izakaya that's really local. And they don't really want too many rowdy people coming in drunk and ruining the atmosphere for the people who go there regularly. So I went in and obviously I looked like a rowdy <laughs> tourist. <laughs> Um, so they were like, oh, sorry, like, so, uh, yeah, we can't really accept you tonight because it's kind of full or whatever. And I said, oh, you've got the, this crest on the door. Like, um, and what's that all about? And they were like, oh, right. Yeah, the, the shop before had the crest, so we just used it. Oh. So it was like a, a bread shop or something before, like a bakery. Um, mm. So I gave them my business card and they were like, oh. Oh, you're from the Shimazu. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Can you My move Lord. on? Move on. Like, yeah. And actually, I became really good friends with them afterwards. So really? Yeah, yeah. We're in touch all the time on Facebook and stuff. Is it, is it a good uh, restaurant? Yeah, it's cool. It's called Maruju. In, um, yeah. Maruju. Ah, that's, why Maruju. It's, that's why it's Maru and then Ju. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's uh -huh. this Kasaneru, though. It's not ah, the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it means like, you know, layered or whatever. Slightly different kanji. That's cool. But yeah, the owner is actually an actor. Um, from what's he been in? Odoru Sosa Sen. Ah, hi, hi. And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always plays like. The cop, detective yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. He plays like kind of side roles or dead bodies or things like that quite a lot. <laughs> he's a B, yeah. dead B actor. actor. Yeah, yeah, but he's really cool, man. He's a really <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we ever go to Tokyo again together, we'll have to check that place out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd like it a lot, I think. It sounds good. like a fun place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Alex, we're going we're gonna to have to close out the show here, but if there's anything else that you want to tell us about that's happening in Sangai N? Well, this year, you know, 2020, so it's going to be a busy year. Uh, obviously, the Olympics and stuff like that is coming up. Koktai as well in Kagoshima, the sports event. Uh, so there's going to be loads going on at Sangai N. Uh, if you want to come and visit us, please go onto the website and check out the events. Uh, if you're a local... Uh, or you want to come more than a couple of times a year by a year passport. They're so cheap. Guys, yeah. if you're from Kagoshima or even Miyazaki or Kumoto, you should get a year pass. I mean, it's worth it. So you can come to the reception at Sengayen and buy it there if you just mention it to the staff. And next year at some point, it'll also be on the website as well. So you'll be able to buy it online too. Um, and there are loads of discounts that come with it as well so that you can use in the shops and wait, the restaurants. Wait, wait. You're telling me that you, the, the Nenkan Pass, the, the yeah. annual pass, mm -hmm. Gets me discounts as well. Yeah, discounts as well as entry to the entry gardens, whatever you all like. year. And all the events for free, pretty much. I mean, there are some paid events separate as well, but most of the free Vocals, Kagoshima people, get that annual pass. Yeah. Cheap. Cheap, yeah. And worth it, very much so. And I'm here as well. So if you want to come and <laughs> see me. We'll see you walking around, making sure everything's yeah. just perfect. Shout, just say hi. Hi, Alex. Yeah. Uh, oh, one thing, I, one thing I forgot to talk about really quick, uh, Jigendu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you do Jigendu. Yeah, that's right, yeah. What the heck is Jigendu? So Jigendu is uh, kind of swordsmanship that's from this region. Uh, so Kenjutsu would be called. Um, and it's been in Kagoshima since 1604. 1604, okay. That's so, older than America, isn't it? Edo, yeah, Edo period. 
Yeah. Is it? Is it? <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Might be. I don't know. Fact check. It'll be like subtitles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the editor will add, add in something. Right, right, right. Fact checking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, basically a stellar swordsmanship. And the basic practice is striking a, a pole, which is buried in the ground with a wooden sword on either side. Like 3,000 times in the morning and 8,000 times at night. Like 3,000 times in the morning yeah. and 8,000 times at night? Yeah. So the old samurai in Satsumo, you know, really hardcore, let's say. So they used to practice a lot. You do Jigenu. Yeah. Do you wake up and do 3,000 in the morning? Uh, I'd like to, but time wise, it's quite difficult, you know, with work and everything like you, that. But you think about it. I think about it, yeah. That's, that's yeah, good. I'm always that's thinking good. about it. Yes. Um, now, now, here's the other question. Now, I've seen Jigenu performed. Is that the right word? Performed? Uh, demonstrated, Demonst performed, yeah, I guess, yeah. There is the vocal component. Yes, yeah. Can you go into that in detail? What what is that? I mean, it it I mean, it is kind of terrifying to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you look at it um on YouTube, just search for Jigeni on YouTube. There'll be some videos with you know this kind of vocalization in it as well. Um, it's called Enkyo. Enkyo. So Enkyo means uh, monkey screaming, basically. Um, and that's kind of what it sounds like. So mm. we say like, hey, really loud. Uh, and that's to kind of tighten up your abdomen and your grip on the sword. Oh, wait, wait. So this is actually for, like for exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to, uh, to control your breath, to contract all your inner muscles at the same time. Okay. And put power into your grip. And that puts more power into your strike. Well, I guess well. that makes sense because when power lifters lift, sometimes they'll, they'll make a scream. Yeah, yeah. Like a grunt. Yeah. And tennis players as well do it. Yeah. yeah. Also singers, they sing from their diaphragm. diaphragm. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Can okay. you can you can you do it now? No, I've got a sore throat today. <laughs> okay. Never so mind. so you throw out so you, okay, wait. So you is the right word scream shout shouts? Let's say shout. You shout yeah. and then strike or simultaneously? So it's at the same time. So you wouldn't go A and then hit them because they didn't know that you were gonna hit them. So you do it. <laughs> Same timing. So the voice, the hands, and dropping your hips down all happens at the same time. And timing those three things together is really, really hard. Now, mm. if you are on the battlefield and there's like a thousand samurais in front of you mm -hmm. and they're all making that sound and chopping, yeah. that's terrifying. Yeah, it's time to run away, really. <laughs> was, it, was this a very effective mar like, uh, military like, strategy method? Well, people in Satsuma were really good on the battlefield. They've got a long history of kind of this warrior culture in this region as well. Um, you know, the Shimazu controlled the whole of Kyushu at one point. Yeah. Um, they, they consider themselves their own country, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, they just um, didn't really pay much heed to what they were told to do and just did what they thought was yeah. best. I heard I, like people from the Satsuma Hayato, they were very strong. Mm. One of the strongest. Is, is that why your parents named you Hayato? Um. Yeah. They well. well yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask. <laughs> yeah. He's so techito. Uh. Okay. So then, again, you know, the reason why I brought this up is you can actually see um a, a video demonstration of it yeah. here in the in the gardens, and you can participate a little bit because there's a practice post. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the stick. Yeah, so you can come along and have a go, try it out if you want. And then in Tenmonkan as well, there's actually a, the dojo for the, the 
GNUI training. So you can go and look at the museum there as well if you want to find out more about it. Oh, can yeah, you actually yeah. go there and get inside? Yeah, in the daytime you can go there. Um, I think it's 500 yen entrance fee to go in and look at it. Um, and they can show you the place where people practice and all the historical materials and stuff as well. I've been there for uh, for uh, to, to do videography a couple of times uh, and it's a very interesting place. And the sensei there, the master there, he's a really friendly guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy, yeah, yeah. But it, it is kind of terrifying to walk by and listen to the, what did you call it, monkey scream? Yeah, enkyo. Enkyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, it's a weird environment if you go in there when it's during training. It's all very serious. We're not supposed to talk to each other during practice, really. And you've got to imagine that everybody's your enemy around you. So that's, we don't bow to each other or anything oh, wow. like that. Really? Don't say thank you when someone teaches you something. Oh, wow. You just kind of go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> So it's really kind of old school satsuma. Kind of sounds like Klingons pushing. from Star Trek, you know? Yeah. Like they're just like always like battle ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, I mean, it's like tough but cultured, right? That's the thing about satsuma. Hmm. Um, I just went to Shikoku actually the other day on a trip and I noticed this real difference in culture there as well. Like it seems much more kind of samurai culture in this region uh, than over there than over there yeah well that, that's what they, they say about the men even today in, in the Kyushu area southern Kyushu area is that they're very stoic quiet yeah there is that yeah I think so yeah do you think so yes I am yes <laughs> you're, you're, you're kind of an exception there Hayato I think well I guess I don't know I'm mixed but I yes I think the Kyushu Danji we call it the Kyushu Danji Kyushu yeah. male yeah. yes Kyushu men we're yeah. very special <laughs> all right alex uh thank you for letting us come to the beautiful garden enjoying this beautiful view because usually when we're in studio i mean we do have the view but it's mm. only for you guys at home we see the green screen yeah in the normal studio but today it's not green screen it's real real deal yeah beautiful it's day. moving yeah you brought the good weather with you yeah uh before the sun gets too low we should go out and enjoy some tea in the gardens mm. yeah so for yes. you guys at home uh, if you guys like today's episode, make sure that you subscribe, hit that uh, uh, like us and hit the bell icon. Also, if you guys want us to do more like on location podcasts, let us know in a comment below. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys from Sangayan. See you at Sangayan soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Small Talk Kagoshima. Today's episode was recorded in Sangayan. Today's episode stars Michi Hayato and special guest, Alex Bradshaw. The audio mixing is done by Hayato and is produced by me, Josh, and is executive produced by Michi. This program is brought to you in part by Quantize, Miu FM, Sengayen, and Harada Gakuen. Special thank you to everyone who submitted questions, videos, and pictures. You can submit to our Twitter, at Kagotalk, or our Facebook page, Small Talk Kagoshima. Or you can add us online by searching Kago Talk. If you enjoyed listening to the show, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review and let us know what you think. Thank you and see you next week.